listening to Young PR Pros, episode 88. gentlemen, welcome to Young PR Pros, a weekly podcast for the young and young at heart PR pros looking for tips and advice on how to build and advance their careers. I am Christine Darbell in Ottawa, Canada. And I'm Julia Kent, also in Ottawa. So Julia, you found us a really interesting article that we're going to chat about today. Did you want to tell us about the article? Well, it's an article that I came across on Twitter of all places, (laughs) Um, and it's from fastcompany.com. And it's basically five things that you could be doing wrong at work that are hurting your career. Mm -hmm. And I thought that a few of them in particular were relevant to me. Mm -hmm. So I found it interesting in that sense. But as I was reading it, I thought that young professionals might not be aware of any of them as being something, you know, that they, that they should be conscious of. Yeah, and a lot of these things, I mean, some of them sound fairly simple, but when you look at your overall day, you know, really challenge yourself and ask yourself if you're doing any of these five things to make sure that you're not subconsciously ruining your career or prohibiting yourself from moving up. I guess we'll jump in. Number one says handling upsets poorly. I mean, I completely agree with this. One of my kind of rules for my career and for just anything work-related, I leave personal issues at home. We're all entitled to a bad day. We're all entitled to, you know, be really tired or really drained or maybe we're having a fight at home or maybe just things happen in life, right? So we're all entitled to have that kind of that anxiety or we're allowed to be mad or upset. But I, when it comes to getting into work, I, I leave my personal stuff at home. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go into, you know, someone's office and start talking about how I'm really upset at my husband or something like that. You know what I mean? So I really, I, I keep those two separate. And because I keep those two separate, I feel like I don't let it affect my work uh, as much as if I were to take that to work with me. You know, I can actually clear my head when I start my day and really concentrate on work-related things instead of bringing anxieties from home. Oh, absolutely. And I also think that this point um, speaks to getting upset at work. So, yeah. you know, there's some times when you you deal with a situation with a colleague or um, a client or a vendor where you, you're upset and that's going to happen. But it's how you handle it that really reflects how professionally you handle it and how you keep your cool Mm -hmm. that that is most important. I'm also one who's very against gossiping in the sense where if uh, sometimes it'll happen where you might not not you're not going to be best friends with every single person you you work with right i mean there might be sometimes where there's one person in the office that you don't quite get along with or you just rub the wrong way right so i mean we're, we're all entitled we don't have to love everyone in the world but we do have to be professional and we have to work with with different kinds of people uh and going into i've, I've always been very against going into someone else's office and sitting there and just bad mouthing another colleague i think can really hurt your career um when i you know i just I, I don't find that that's a, it doesn't leave a good impression on you. And then you never know 
about that the person that you're you're gossiping to maybe that person actually has a very close connection to the other person that you don't like and then that can cause some real internal issues so unless it's something like harassment something really serious then you should be bringing it up to superiors but just sitting in someone else's desk and saying oh did you believe what julia did the other day you know like i'm, I'm not a big fan or believer of that oh no me neither definitely not number two uh failing to self-promote <laughs> this is a big one it is a big one i think it's not everyone is susceptible to this but i i find that a lot of women tend to fall into this category you know they'll they'll do their work they'll hand it over and then that'll be it and they keep very quiet and they keep to themselves right i find that if you don't self-promote and if you don't remind your boss what you're doing so for example i'm part of a very small department it's me and my boss right so my boss knows exactly what i'm well he knows the majority of stuff that i'm doing um but he doesn't know every little thing so for example if i send out a tweet he's not watching that tweet but sometimes i'll put together a little bit of a social media campaign and it's you know maybe it's reaching out to mommy bloggers uh and i'll create a little hashtag and i'll try to engage with our followers and we'll do a really good job and the first time I did that, I just kind of patted myself on the back and I said, oh, good, I, I did that. And I got some really good engagement from mommy bloggers. But I never told my boss. Like, this should have been something that I was telling him, telling him, did you know that I just increased our followers? Or even if it's that simple, you know, since I came here, uh, we've increased followers by, you know, a thousand people or something like that. I, I actually don't know what the exact number is, but it, it's, it's reminding your boss, you hired me for a reason. Let me remind you why I hired you, because you can easily slip under the radar. And you can kind of just pass by. And I mean, if you don't promote the good work that you're doing, then when eventually you move on to another position, what is your boss going to remember you for? Is he going to be like, well, she did good work, but I can't quite pinpoint anything that she did. You'd rather say, you know what? I remember she told me she did this and this and this and this, you know? So giving, giving them reasons to remind them why they hired you. Yep. Number three. Me versus we. Me ver oh yeah, this was this is a good good one. So I think that this speaks to having the company's best interests at heart. Yeah. And making sure that the people around you and that you're working with that they know that, that you are a part of the team and that you mm -hmm. the work that you're doing is for the team. So I think this is a good one to come right after number two, which is about failing to self-promote. Exactly, because these kind of somewhat um, contradict each other. Yeah, yeah. But they, but they aren't, because you can self-promote and simultaneously everything you're doing isn't just to make yourself look good, but it's for the good of the, the organization. Exactly. And it's for the good of your peer, your peers in your in your team. So I think, yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. But I think that you need to just find the balance. Find the balance and make sure that the things you're doing are not just in your best interest, but in the best interest of the people you work with, too. Exactly. And I don't actually think that there's too fine of a line to walk between these two. I think you can easily do both of them very professionally. When it comes to projects that you're working on uh, internally or for your company, your primary goal as a public relations or communications professional is... You know, how are we going to create buzz around this? How are we going to increase our, bo increase our bottom line? Um, how are we going to get more people talking about a product or a project or whatever, a program, whatever it is? That should be your ultimate goal and not necessarily how is this going to make me look good in the future, right? But then at the same time, if you're sitting down with your boss and you're talking about what you're doing, you could say, you know, I've been working on a team 
or within this department, we've been doing this. And I just wanted to let you know that here, here's what we've been doing lately and maybe talk about one aspect of the project that uh, you were involved in or that was passed off to you. You know, that um, line between self-promoting and being part of a team is not too fine of a line. It's a, it's a really easy, I find it's a really easy thing to, to, to balance between the two. So, yep. um, Number four, not asking for feedback. This is particularly good for young professionals mm-hmm. or professionals in a new industry because that feedback is just how you learn. Yeah. Every internship, every placement, every apprenticeship that I had before I you know, landed a real job, at the end I would always ask them to let me know what I did well and what I could work on. Yeah. And it's funny, when you do ask for this, first of all, the people are impressed that you've asked. Yeah. And, but second of all, they're normally very honest. They are, yeah. Some of the most valuable life lessons I've ever received were from asking that question. Well, to give you an example, in, in my scenario right now, again, like I said, we're a very small department. It's me and my boss. So we tend to be very busy. We have our own projects. I'm project manager on some projects, and he's project manager on others. Uh, he's, you know, running around in meetings, traveling, like doing lots of stuff. So sometimes he'll he'll leave me, you know, to a project, or he'll say, can you do this for Friday or whatever? So I'll put together, say, for example, a news release and I'll send it off to him. But if we have a tight turnaround, he might just do a couple of, you know, edits, send it through uh, the wire. And then all of a sudden the news release is, is out in the public and then we start receiving media calls. I could easily just say, OK, great. I didn't hear anything from him. So I guess the news release was good. But in reality, I don't know how many edits he made. If, if there's a tight turnaround, your boss doesn't always, depending on how big the organization is, sometimes your boss actually doesn't have time to come back to you and say, here's what you did was, here, here's the good things that you did, here's the bad things you did. Like, I mean, my boss is actually really good at sitting me down and going through point, point, point by point, um, actually almost all my bosses in my careers have been like that. But there are people out there who are just too busy and they're not able to sit you down and say, here's everything you did right and here's everything you did wrong. So even on project bases and task oriented things that you're doing, make sure you're constantly asking for feedback. If you don't hear anything from your boss, it's just a quick walk into his office. You know, did you get that news release I sent you? Is everything okay? Was anything, did you need to review anything? Is there anything else I could do? You know, especially if there's a tight turnaround, you know, your boss might turn around and say, you know what, there was a couple things that I had to change, but out, you know, overall it was great and I was able to send it out. Thanks so much for that. Then that's the positive thing you want to hear. He could turn around and say, listen, I had to do a lot of edits before I sent it out. Then you could say, well, you know what, can we sit down and can you walk me through it, you know? Yeah, I think that's very important. Because that's how you're going to learn. Otherwise, yep. he's he or she, your boss, is doing all the corrections for you and you just keep making the same mistakes and you can't grow that way. So. No, yeah. definitely not. Uh, final point, number five, declining to take on new roles. Yeah, this is a tough one. I think that a lot of people say no uh, to new opportunities because it's something that they um, are unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. or they don't like change. Or, I mean, it could be daunting. What if, what if your boss yeah. comes to you and say, you know, I, I want you to create a social media strategy. What if you've never done it before? Do you say no or do you say yes? Do you say no because y- you don't have enough confidence that you're going to be able to turn in something good? Or do you say yes and risk potentially handing in something that's under par? So my take is that if it's something that you are quite sure you're going to fail at, I think you need to have that conversation <laughs> with your yeah. boss. If it's something that's just going to take some hard work, a lot of coaching, mentoring, 
I think it's something that you should take on, but explain that you're going to need help. Yes, exactly. So I think that with every new opportunity, there just needs to be an open and honest uh, conversation. But if you simply just don't like change and it's something you could easily do, uh, you know, you're doing yourself a disservice and your career a disservice. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've, I try to be the yes woman or, you know, yes man, yes woman as often as possible. I'll try to say yes to every little opportunity that I can get. Um, but I am fairly open with my boss. So, it, for example, I don't have a lot of experience in government relations. And it's something that um, I've shared with my boss to say it would be I, it would be a great skill for me to, to add to my to my list of skills. But I don't know a lot about it. So if you want to hand me over something in GR, I would love to learn and I'd be happy to sit there and help with those projects. But keep in mind that I'm, I might need you to hold my hand <laughs> or I might need you to coach me a little bit. And because I've had that candid and open conversation with my boss, he's actually put me on a government relations project and he's literally doing that. He's walking me through it, holding my hand every step of, step of the way, but allowing me to see exactly what goes into government relations. So, because I've never done a government relations project by myself. And you know what, after this first project, maybe I'll be ready to do one on my own again, obviously with supervision. So it might seem daunting new uh, new opportunities that you might get a project where you think, oh my God, I have no idea where to start. I think that goes with another one of the points. I don't know if I wrote them down here or if it's just something that I'm thinking of is but asking a lot of questions, not being afraid to say, yes, I'll do that. And maybe you're super confident that you can do a social media strategy, but you get a page down and you realize, I have no idea what to do next, or I don't know what I'm missing, you know? It doesn't, asking a question is never going to hurt your career. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a true believer and there's no stupid questions. And as yeah, long as you're open agree. and candid about it and you say, listen, I'm, I'm working on this and I did some research, but I'm, I'm wondering if I can ask you a couple of questions to make sure I'm doing the right thing. I guarantee you, it doesn't matter who the boss is, they're, they're really going to appreciate it because, again, that also reduces the amount of work on their part. What if you put together something and you have the best intentions of putting something really good together and you hand it over, you really miss the bar because you didn't quite know what you were doing or you didn't ask the right questions. That means yeah. you've got to start from scratch again, right? And time in, in the world of PR and communications, time is even more valuable than money. <laughs> so... Definitely one thing to, to keep in mind. Anything else that uh, you want to add? No, not really. I mean, I think this is a good list, and it, it made me think. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, self, the self-promote one was one that in particular spoke to me because so often, you know, you don't get credit for the things that you do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's a great little article. We're definitely going to link to it um, on our blog. Uh, so if you have any comments about anything here or if there's anything you'd like to add to the list, we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a comment on our blog at youngprpros.ca or connect with us on LinkedIn, Pinterest, uh, Facebook, Google+, Plus, or catch us on Twitter at youngprpros, at Christine Darbell, and at Ben Julia. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week.